this time next week, we could be double champions. I'm just going to leave that there for a second. Welcome to all the overs. This is the penultimate podcast episode. Uh, if you've been with us since the beginning, thank you very much for sticking with us. If you are recently joining us, wow, it is getting tense. Um, I'm Terry. I'm Owen. I'm Cheese. And this is all the overs. I, I have to say, guys, I'm I'm lost for words and pretty tense right now. It's been a a whirlwind couple of weeks. Yeah, I thought we were thrown away at the Warwickshire game. I thought someone's at winning eroded our because I thought having that five point gap would get enough to get us over the line, and then we threw it away. I thought, ah. Oh. You know, like having just you know missing out that one bonus point in the batting by you know one run, you think you just have a go at it. You know, you know, you know it's the last ball. Just have a swing, see what happens. But yeah, it's just, and then it all turned around last week or this week. Sorry, this week. Jeez, I'm stressed. I'm not stressed. I am. I'm genuinely stressed because I know how I'm going to feel if we don't win. I'm going to be crushed. I'll, I'll be devastated, but it's like I am saying, the fate and the control is now back in our hands. You know, going into Warwickshire, we talked about it on the last pod, it's like two games, you'd expect two wins, Somerset have got the harder run over the two games, potential to drop points. And then, but I didn't see it being us dropping points first. You know, Warwickshire not have the highest season weren't really much to to write home about and then I was like oh we've we've messed up here this is our like easier of the two two games coming and if we're struggling now what's like what's the next one gonna be Mm. I think you look at that game and and Tendo said you know he got the toss wrong at the start and we didn't really do anything with the ball which put all the pressure on us. Yeah, and that was the disappointing part, wasn't it? The fact that the last podcast was talking about the fact that we can bowl, we can take ten wickets easy, and that is it's. it's we've, we've said it pretty much every podcast. Uh, that, just, that's our that's our strength. And then the fact that we weren't doing that was a bit. You just felt a bit impotent, you know. Don't know. Don't know what to do. Well, let's let's look at the game itself then. So not a good game. Not a good game, but not without positives so alright we did nothing with the ball Warwickshire posted the massive total of 500 and at that point you you know the win's pretty much gone unless you do something absolutely sensational with the bat but I was saying that in, in four day cricket totals of that size unless you're extremely confident with your bowling totals of that size have drawn the game because it's taken you so unless you've had a hit in the six and over which didn't happen You've, you've just you've just taken up so much time batting, that all the other team has to do is just plod it out a bit. Maybe make you bat a slight. I mean, as long as they avoid the follow and make you go into bat again, then they can play. Then they've got another ten batsmen to try and plod it out. And I think, when, and especially in September, English conditions, the lights coming in. I I, I thought it was really strange that they they thought that well, would I be think a winning. That was their plan because they needed. I think they needed 30 points from the the last two games 
if Nottingham like won both of their games or something, they were like pretty much safe from relegation, but not like completely out of it. So when the going was so good for them, they were just like, right, well, we'll just get all the batting bonus points, bed in for the day, and the worst comes to the worst, we'll get the draw. We don't need to win this one, if that makes sense. Yeah. With so many games to go, like three draws pretty much sorts them out. Um, so they probably didn't care about chasing for the win. It was just like, right, what do we need to do to not lose? Yeah, oh yeah, I didn't think of that way. Yeah. No, I not I just think that when you're at the bottom of the table, you just, that, that sort of, just trying his hardest to get mid-table because it just looks so much better. Um, but. but yeah, some some positives. Wes- a, yeah, no, it's okay. Wesley? That That's the highlight because yeah. I think that kept us in it from what could have been the actual loss to, okay, he's taken up enough time for us to... St- like have the mental fortitude to see out of the draw. If you knock his like hundred and forty off and say you only got thirty, all of a sudden we're, you know, three hours extra into the yeah. second innings. We've seen a few collapses and blitz, mm-hmm. you know. They could have quite easily been chasing for those final wickets at the end of the day rather than just going, you know what, fair's pair, let's call it a draw. Yeah. So do you think that set up the Surrey game there? Wesley just going battling it out holding in there and then that's exactly what he did against Surrey a week later or this week I think so I think we've seen over the last few weeks a certain like a few players really hit their form and hit the maturity needed like Ravi kind of started it with the end of the 2020s Wesley was also posting some great scores now we've come in to like the end of the championship and now you know Lawrence has stepped up Tendo's stepping up and they're putting in these you know these are the championship winning moments is when you know when the pressure's on do you rise up or do you wilter yeah true because I'm going on to the Surrey game that that that, it was nice to see us having a proper batting performance I know Nick Brown struggled a bit and I think it's not really been his season, is it? But no. but then it, it's not been a it's not been a batsman season all season, all season is it? There's no. been very very few extremely high scores. Uh, even in like the World Cup, you didn't see that many. Um, no, that's played out nationally, hasn't it? Yeah, so it'd be nice nice to see like you're having two centuries and a half century, which is you know really really encouraging. Um, for Essex, we've we've lacked with that this season. We haven't had many many big scores. I think if you when on the honours board in the pavilion next season you won't see that many 2019 centuries being posted on there apart from against the count the uh, universities but. so very pleasing with Tendo and Lawrence then so they were we might as well talk about the, the sorry game yeah I felt really sorry for Lawrence because I, I went along to the the session when um, when he got his century and then it was the last I think he got out in the last five overs and you know where the um the executive I don't know what they're called the executive suites mm-hmm. that that where the, the permanent boxes are not the, yeah, the one the in the tent boxes. yeah um, so the, the the light had gone because it's September the light had gone straight over that building it's gone down behind the Virgin um, gym and the the, 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 sh- the shadow of the boxes 
went straight onto the square. So the rest of the pitch was covered in light, but the square where the batsmen the were on was dark. was dark. And Morkel was bowling, and he put one in short, and Lawrence just didn't get out of the way of it. I mean, he didn't. He sort of moved a bit, but it hit him square in the middle of the chest. Now, how often do you see batsmen at that level get hit in the middle of the chest? Because they can't get out of the way. It's not, he wasn't bowling 100 miles an hour, was he? He was bowling in, that, just uh, in the 80s. It. And, yeah, it, it just, for me, it just seemed as if they couldn't see it. And I know that they wanted... Because we lost the day in a bit because of bad light on the Monday. I, I think Tendo just said, I, we, we need all the overs we can get because we didn't know we were going to skittle out them for as yeah, as we we did. We need to have. We need to get the win. You don't have at the time. We didn't know Somerset were going because we've. It the week before we thought that Somerset were going to lose and they came back and won and they're they're doing Somerset doing so well. There's no reason why they couldn't come back at Hampshire on the Tuesday. And I thought that if they'd gone for bad, bad light, he could have got a double century. The way he was going, he just looked so easy. He looked like the you know when he came along as a nineteen year old, he was like scoring runs really easily, and everyone was saying like. And he looks Eng- so relaxed. Yeah, and he got the England um, uh, call up and stuff. But he just, yeah, I thought. But I th- and then Porter came in, night watchman, lasted, what, two, three balls? Got out. Yeah. And then we tried to come in anyway, so he might as well as a waste of Porter. I, always, I found Porter a strange choice, actually, night watchman. He, he got Sam Cook's a much better batsman. Well, Cook and Harmer, like, you kind of feel. I think Harmer's, a, I think Harmer's seen as a batsman. He can, he can, they, he's someone that you see that he can bat. Yeah. Whereas Paul, uh, Cook is not seen as a batsman, but he can get. I think I think personally for like Watchman, Sam Cook's a much better option than Porter because mm-hmm. Porter just doesn't just doesn't look comfortable batting. He's a proper eleven, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, he reminds you of sort of the Peter Peter Such days, you know. He just he came out and he's like, if you got a run, there's a one extra that you didn't expect, you know. Well, I did see Peter Such hit a six at Colchester once. I think it's only six of his career. He oh. was like he just he just he was bouncer and he put his he looked away. And this was swiped his bat at it, and it just hit a top edge and went all the way. Just flies so it's such a bad six. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, six is a six, though. Yeah, but yeah, so um, I, I felt really sorry for, for Dan because um, yeah, it just it looked it. Everyone in the crowd were talking about like why aren't the floodlights on? It's like well, there's only ten minutes left of the game. It takes about half an hour to turn on. That's why they're not on. And also that they were saying that the people that were there on Monday morning saying it's darker now than it was on the Monday. So I think it was Tendo saying we want to make sure we've got these five overs in and try and get an extra 20, 30 runs. Yeah, sensible move. But yeah. I found it strange the umpires allowed them to... Because at the end they took the new ball. And so when it, when it was this dark patch, you had Morkel and um, Ricky Clark bowling. And I thought, you know, you've got two proper pace bowlers on. Thought you know I always thought there's a little, little rule that when it gets in, in to dusk you put you, you're allowed to keep the spinners on not the fast yeah, ones. Yeah, to extend the. So I strange. I thought it was strange that they were allowed to have five overs, five or six overs at absolute pace on a, with a new ball. The new ball, yeah. yeah. Well, the new ball helped us because it's because like Tendo prefers a new ball because as soon as a new ball came on, it was just like flies off the bat. Yeah, yeah. straight to boundaries. Yeah. So. Yeah. I thought it was a really good knock by. Him. I thought that was the kind of form that kind of brought him to the England periphery, yeah. right, right back. It was almost, see, it's going to sound stupid when you're talking about like a 22, 23-year-old saying the, the old you know, <laughs> Lawrence of when he first came and it just looked so effortless and scoring runs for fun. Like, it really looked like he was hitting some mercurial form. And, yeah. you know, if he does that next week against 
Somerset played Lord Holding. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he, d- he doesn't go on like a Lions or gets a sneaky outside chance for New Zealand. Yeah, hopefully. Um, things though, like it's all great. I really like you know when the the team. I miss the team sheets coming for England. There's not only Essex in the in that right hand column, but I don't want to lose them really. I it's enjoy true. watching them at Chelmsford. One of we're going to lose one to the. Well, harm is eligible for England next year as well. Yeah, gets his passport. <laughs> but um, do you think times. it's psychological though? Because you got Hamid. I'm going to Lancashire now. Hamid, first season on the county championship, stormed it. Got an England call up to the India tour, absolutely stormed it. Broke his finger, and then his second season. Not very good, got dropped, and now Lancashire have released him. You think maybe these these players that like Lawrence, nineteen years old, like remember nineteen, like you're fearless, aren't you? Like, yeah. You don't really, you sort of you you're like excited and stuff. I don't think you really understand the importance of what you're doing. Um, in any in, in any yet, industry, yeah. in any industry, and you're like you just go, you've gone from like playing for. Um, did Lawrence come through the academy? He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah he so. did. Yeah. So you come from Canadian Academy, you've got playing for um oh what's that being of C's club? Not East London. Next to Walthamstow. Next to Walthamstow. Anyway, so he comes from playing club club level oh, cricket. And then he's comes in playing playing for the first team, you you're just doing the same again, but then over the winter you're like going, Right, I'm a professional now, I need to start behaving and acting like a professional. And then it gets in your mind going that these runs now determine my living, you know. This yeah. is my career now. I need to. You know, if I don't get runs, I get dropped. Or, you know. I think there is a pressure that comes with that. Chigwell. Chingford. 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 Chingford or Chigwell. Oh, One of the two. Okay. Yeah, I think there is a, a pressure that comes with turning professional and. I don't want to say becoming an adult, but you know how there's a maturity that you mm. go through when you leave your teens and you hit your 20s, you sort of, yeah. you know, you realise actually, you know, I need to make the most of this. Because um, even Jim, even like greats like Jimmy Anderson, he had a blip, didn't he, in his early 20s, where people tried to change his accent and he listened to some bad advice. You know, which I imagine part of like the fact that I'm like an England player now. I need to start behaving like one. And these guys are telling me that's what an England players should be like. I need to listen to them because you're not you're not old enough yet. Very few people that age. I think only cricketing worlds I can think of that are that headstrong would be like Graham Smith, who can just go no. Even at 21, I know what I want and yeah. I know how to do it. I think hardly any. It's very any, hard, isn't it? Especially when you know. you're brought into that kind of environment where the people that you've respected and watched for years, you're now like face to face with and yeah. that you're actively engaged with. You're gonna put a lot of credence on what they say. Yeah, well, apparently it's quite a bolsterous atmosphere in the dressing room at Essex. One of the reasons why it's such a tight knit um, bond, and why they apparently why Essex do so, so well, is they've got a really close unit. But I imagine there's a 19 year old coming into that environment. It's pretty intimidating. Yeah, mm. and you've got people, you know, much senior like Tendo. You know? So he look. He looks like he looks like quite a, quite an intimidating. Yeah. Very intense, not like not a bad way, but like a sort of intensity and he's got a about focus him. about him, hasn't he? Yeah, he has a commanding presence. But we haven't seen him in the pub, ever. you might, he might just suddenly he might, he might be able to switch it on and off. Yeah, and we just... have, well, I've seen him in the pub. Did he switch on and off? He looked quite relaxed. I mean, I was, you know, 
I did stare at him for a bit, but you know, I didn't go and speak to him or anything. But you see, see the interviews, he's still got those eyes, isn't he? Yeah. There is, there is a, and in, you're right, the, the word is intensity. It's, it's in his eyes, and it's almost like it doesn't matter what he's doing, it's his entire focus. No, yeah, he's a natural leader. I mean, I've worked on it, but he comes across as a natural leader. Mm. Do you think um, cricket would kind of benefit from what goes on with football? So, you know, when like the youngsters are coming through the academy, they have to clean the older players' boots and stuff. Oh, they got rid of that in the Premier League. Have they got rid of that? Yeah. One thing that Troy Deeney was moans about. Oh, really? Too, too pampered, yeah. Because I was going to say, like, that kind of gets you... You're not in the crowd, then you're not part of the group. Yeah. You get to witness the dressing rooms earlier and the characters. Yeah. So when you make that transition... You're ready um, for it. Yeah. I think that, that... You also know your place. So my... I once had trance Resix moments. Um, didn't go very well. Got scared. Um, so... Uh, but... You, the, the first team were there and this is when I was like 10, 11 years old the first because you were in the Graham Gooch what's now the Graham Gooch um, indoor school and you would be doing the kids bit in the one and then like I remember Nasser Hussain needed a needed to go on the bowling machine and he would he would be there so I, I, I'm pretty certain that the, the first team are around the academy and they probably say hello to them I'm not sure how integrated it is it doesn't seem very integrated um, like you know, you say about football. Like you know, a lot of the cat, lots of the training grounds, and Essex haven't really got a training ground. It's just a an indoor centre at the back of the back of the stadium. It, it they they have lunch here, don't they? They I know Ipswich Town, the team I follow, that they the all the academy, the reserve under twenty threes now new reserves, aren't they? And then the first team, they all dine together. That's that's there, so that when you get called up, you know the senior players. You've seen their but, faces. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I have no idea what the social element of the Essex is like. Whether they go uh, have a drink together or meals together. Well. But in, when I see them in when I see them in town, it's I, I rarely see. The, I see the first team in the tracksuits. I rarely see them with one of the younger players. That's complete speculation. I might be horrendously wrong. Well, that's okay. It's a, it's a good point to 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 get back on track. Yeah, because of the talk of the bowling. Oh, the younger players. Yeah. Yeah, Sam I Cook. think it's a it's a it's a very good link. He's coming along this season, isn't Sam he? Cook. Yes. Really, really good season. I think he's. Uh, I feel so sorry for Aaron because I've. I'm really, really big fan of Aaron Beard. I think he's a brilliant bowler, but I just think Cook's. Um, Cook's got the edge though. He's at. He's our. Now Siddle's apparently gone gone. So because Tendo was Tendo alluded to that we're not going to have another season next week. Against Somerset, so I assume that means Siddle's that just mean, gone. That must mean Siddle. He's yeah. gone. He must have. So as soon as before Australia, he's like I'm not coming back to Essex for one game. You know. I don't know where he lives. I assume he lives in Australia still. So. Well, let's hope he's uh, you know listening and feels bad, and comes back. Yeah. I don't think he feels bad right now. He's, he's just retained the ashes. So. Well, he's indeed. Probably. What the overs? That probably just wants all no, the. Yeah. <laughs> How many overs? Yeah. In fact, earlier you you were talking about Tendo getting all the overs. You punned. Oh, did I? You did. Yeah. You did. You did a show pun. Um, so yeah, Cook, uh, five wickets. Porter, five wickets. It's great. I mean, really we, decent. Also, we're saying first again, innings, yeah. as she's alluded to earlier, we talk about these players as if they're established senior players, and they are established senior players, but they're still very but young. But they're still young. And it's great. I, if we can keep this together, we've got. Let's, who, who are we going to lose? At, let's, let's, who are we going to lose at the team in the next five years? Tendo. So, Tendo's going to go. Don't make, me, don't make me cry, he's 40, guys. Almost 40 years old. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He might, gonna, I reckon he's got another couple of seasons left. He's oh, very so fit. I think yeah. Ravi's got a couple of seasons left. His head could stay in the right place. 
he might, he might fall out. Like, but I'm, within five years, I think he'd be I've been having a thought about like the last one, how we should potentially talk like transfers over the summer and bits and pieces. <laughs> like, who can I see going and who can I see staying and, and whatnot? So we might like, we're jumping ahead a bit in my <laughs> thoughts. I've not really put this together, but Tendo, Cook, Brown, Bapara, I think are likely to go in the next two to three years. And then I see players... You think Crown's going to go? Do you I mean do. released rather than uh, retire? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then players that I think are on the fringe of England call-ups are players like Porter, Lawrence, and I'm going to say Cook in there. I well. think it's more likely than Porter. I don't think Porter's fast enough in Test cricket. I still think he has the potential to fill the Anderson role where he can swing it and he can bowl his length. I think he's about eight, eight, nine miles an hour too slow. I mean, just going from what people like Vaughan say on the Tappers and Vaughan show, he says he was talking about fast bowling. When Robin Smith came on there, talking about the psychology of facing fast bowling. Mm. And he was just saying, when you get to the top 80s and you hit 90, 90 miles, there's something that those extra two miles an hour just make it very hard to see the ball. Uh, and then he said that when when he was playing and pl- bowlers were bowling at 79, 80 miles an hour, he said it was just like, it was it was for him, for his, players it at his standard, slow. it felt so slow. And he didn't, he, he, he could, so Triscothic writes about it in his book, he just switch off and you can just play automatically play that. It's no, it's no threat to you. Because just can't, even if it's swinging, it's like you just play, you play the line, if it misses your bat, it misses the bat. But if it doesn't move, you've got, it's gone before. Yeah. So I just think, I think Porter's unfortunately, Unless he's going to bulk up somehow and become faster, I which I really hope no one's just doing. So I think you know he might wreck his action or get injured mm. with his back. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're in the a little Quinn bit of a trend with yeah, pace quick, being yeah, everything. That was my, that was my one. I think I think Beard and Beard and Cook have uh, Queen's has service requirements. Yes, I think. Um, Top, our bowlers now, like our set four, are Cook, Beard, Porter, and Harmer. Mm. And it's great three of those three of those Essex players. Proper, proper, like two of them Chelmsford, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think they are the future, and I think they have really established themselves that four as the best bowling attack in the county championship. Yeah. I'm sure. I think. I would try. Think next week is going to be so interesting. Because I think you've got the two best bowling attacks in the country, going head to head, and it's. Just, I was trying. I was thinking about this when I was um, doing the uh, just doing the housework this morning. I think about this podcast. And do you think it's the batting that's going to win us the, that win the winners the game next week, assuming it doesn't rain for four days? I sincerely hope it doesn't rain for four days. Take your I think if it. Well, I think this is sorry, Terry. Um, I just right. jumped on you there. Um, I think this is all season we've been saying how like the bowling attack has been good, the the batting's been at our weakness, and it's kind of weighed on my mind when I've been comparing the two teams. It's like, do I think we deserve this over Somerset over the course of the the season? I think it's going to come down to is our bowling attack a greater difference to Somerset's attack? compared to Somerset's batting to our batting like if you look at two blocks yeah. what's got the greatest difference our bowling attack to Somerset's bowling attack or Somerset's batting to our batting and I think actually 
it's very comparable. I think the difference is negligible, to be honest. So that's why I think it's going to be a battle. But can we just can we just hang fire for just a few seconds? Because we talked about Porter, we talked about Cook. We missed out Harmer and his seven wickets in the second innings. You sort of expect it now, isn't it? It's it like, really is. Yeah, I know, <laughs> really I know. And I, and I guess that's why you've got, we glossed over it. But, but you know, it, it's a, if again... Tail, like, oh, and impressive. if we're talking about bowling performances and, and what is going to win us the game... It needs rec- recognising. I mean, he's had a phenomenal season. Seventy-eight wickets so far. Unbelievable. I do. Um, anyone listening to this podcast who's not watched the uh, when they put the clips together, the wickets on YouTube. Yes, oh yeah, absolutely do Just watch that. Watch it is, it's they're it, so good. The way the mount is turning. Um, it's on. I don't know how. I'm not a batsman, but I don't know how you play some of those balls, unless you get forward and smother it. But then if you miss, stumped. Um. Well, that's why he takes the wickets. Yeah, there's, there's no, I mean, he, <laughs> he I mean, just can't. It was an article with him in ESPN Cricket where he was talking about his future past, the B word that we don't talk about in this podcast. Um, the, but, and he was he, he he called himself the best bowler and spin bowler in the world, and thought, probably yeah, you probably call yourself that. Who 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 rivals him? Well, he. People, what people say is he's not taking international wickets because he's yeah. forfeited playing for South Africa so he could play for play county cricket. I mean, like Lions yeah, got um, a good I'm shout. glad he has. Lions, yeah. It, Lions. It, if you look at domestic performance, I don't think you can look past Harmer as the, like, the, the best thing. Because he was including his wickets he takes in our winter, so he goes and plays for a uh, South African team, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, Nadal, isn't it, he plays for? But I don't think he's struggled to transition to, to test. I think he's, he's up there. There's a reason the that when Essex wanted to learn how to cope with Lyon they called up Harmer to the Lords you know, to, to, to bowl at the nets and to give advice mm. um, yeah just yeah he has been phenomenal I remember wasn't there one podcast we were like breaking down his stats and there was one game we had like a disgusting uh, run rate of like 0.87 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah it was ridiculous 40 overs bowled and 30 were maidens with like 4 wickets as well in between I do like um, the new scoreboard at Essex. The one they've done this season, where they got they got rid of the extras, which a bit annoys me because I like seeing how how many extras they've given. But do you like filling in your score? Look, I like yeah. I buy. You're gonna do it. Do it right. Exactly. Do it properly. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, my scorecard pound and I want to fill it in. So, um, but I've, I like they got the run rate and that, which always felt a bit weird for county championship because not many people normally bother at run rate and economy rate. But then when you see Harmony, like that's. It must be nice, and then when you fall over and you walk back to fine leg, whatever, and you look at that and go, "That's not, that's not bad." It's a good afternoon's work. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, that's in the wickets column. Gets um, yeah, it's great. Well, good for him. Um, let's just let's just hope we see more. So of if the he same if he has week. to count as an overseas Stop player, over me. sorry, you've cut me off now. Carry on. Would you take him as an overseas player? Hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't what? trade Harmer at all. No, no way. The man's gold. End of. Could recall uh, Monty Panasar. He's still playing. Let's not recall Monty Panasar. <laughs> let's let's stick with what we know. <laughs> well, I think I think that's it's probably a good point to to focus on things that are slightly nearer at hand. Can I say anything positive? No. That. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Again. Can we start saying we're saying we're champions? Because my thinking behind this is, rational thinking, is that if we lose next week, we'll feel bad, right? 
Yeah. yeah. But if we call ourselves champions now, we've got seven days of feeling good. Yeah, but you're bringing the bad juju. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> and okay. it's a lie. It hasn't happened champions yet. Champions elect. Oh, so you messaged me the other day. Do you remember this? Um, and you'd, it was the two different headlines. Yeah? And for a few seconds, because it, for, if, you, if, you, if you listen... It's on Twitter. It's on Twitter. Have a look at the, the comparison of what the headlines are going to look like. It's like, Essex wins, Somerset lose, Somerset win, Essex lose. But at the top, it's Essex first. And for a few seconds, it popped up on my watch, and it was like I'd travelled through time. I was like, oh! And for a second, I forgot that we hadn't actually got to the finals. You know, we not, not the finals, we hadn't got to the last game yet. And I was just like, yes, we've won. And I started dancing around my office. Why not enjoy that moment? Right, because it's all an illusion. Yeah, this is why you don't enjoy it. Because you, you have seven days of going, feel good, feel good feelings. But then when it doesn't sink in, the crash down to the realisation yeah. is, is so much worse. Yeah. And Whereas you if you go in low, the elation, it's like, yes. And that's great. Because if we're thinking in terms of peaks and troughs, I'd like to be in the middle and then drop if we lose, like rather than be on the top of the peak and then fall into the trough, if I'm honest with you, because that is going to be devastating. So obviously why we love sport and cricket and stuff, because it's got that uncertainty and close games. But I get one of those people that, when it's a close game, I feel very nauseous. And I can't think of... I, last year, I had to stop. I was doing some training at a uni, local university. And I had to stop it, because it was the England's... It was the Essex-Surrey, you know, the nail-biter, where oh. Coles won it for us. I had to go really sorry. Like, this is on a knife's edge. I've got to watch my phone for a bit. And like, the training's are fair enough. We'll go and get some coffee or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't think of anything else. And I felt sick. And and then when it was over, I was like, yeah, come back in. We'll carry on with it. Oh and I, 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 I can't thought, believe you ne- did that. Next week will be just... I've taken days off work because I can't... Oh, I'm yeah. really a mess to be around. I'm working from home. Yeah. I hate you both for this. I'm going to be in a classroom or a line management meeting. Get on your phone, just put it behind, you know, we you know you've got your, um, you put some marking books, put it behind there. Yeah. Everyone, uh, exam prep, whatever it is, let them do a marking t- test. I'm not going to get away with that. I'm, and plus, I'm not that kind of teacher. I, I'm walking around constantly. The kids will know something's up. Staff will know Can something's up. Can you get Sky Sports up. on like, your What is Apple wrong Watch? with Terry? Hmm? Can you get Sky Sports on your Apple Watch? Oh, I haven't got the most advanced. You just look at you, you just really... Yeah, really I'm really into it. Yeah. <laughs> Send them all like long tests. It's like it's an hour long, right? No, no, like looking up from your papers. You crack on and just can you on timing. <laughs> or make sure your lessons are during the during the lunch and tea break. So during oh, those so just, hours, just, so you're just really rejig the whole school timetable. Just say you try something so new. So I can watch. I tell you what I'll do in my <laughs> line management meeting with my boss next week. I'll say, can we just do this this experiment? Um, I mean, he'll see straight through. He knows I love cricket. So. I know we're all talking about the ways around of watching it, but a lot of me just wants rain. So, so would you? Would well, you take that? I'd take that in a heartbeat. Wouldn't be as good though. Would it? it wouldn't be as good. I It'd be thoroughly admit it, it wouldn't be as good. Sour victory. But I take it. I've I've changed my mind. Sour victory. When I saw that, um, so I was actually due to go to Taunton. Good, but work's got in the way of it. Um, just to see it. Um, but uh. When I saw that rain forecast, I was like, oh no, like, this is awful. But then when we won this week, and then people are posting the same forecasts again, it's like, that's, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, this is the thing. I, I don't want it, 
play it. I'd love to, to win it on merit, but at the same time, I'm just like, I'm not going to be disappointed <laughs> if it is a washout. I'm not. No, but it would be nice to know that, you, that, that we'd earned it. You know, you were saying it. earlier about... No, I'm... Over months and months of grafting. Yeah, I know, I know that. Well, we haven't. I'm not... 11 players. You haven't. I haven't. Jeez, I don't know. Like... We've put blood, sweat and tears into, you know, watching it. Um, but no, what I mean is, like, you know, with all of the excitement and the build-up and everything, it, how, how wonderful would it be for it... Okay. For the, for the, particularly for the players, not just for us as, as, as supporters, but for the players to actually finish it off on the pitch not sitting not sitting at home with it raining outside or sitting you know at, at the county grounds or wherever it is they might yeah. spend the last few days okay. do you day, know what I mean like day four been raining for three days lunchtime oh they'll be in a hotel in Taunton and won't you, they and waiting and you, well they have to go to the ground because like, the umpires are there aren't they yeah day four rains three days launch from Sky Sports that bit where the umpires are walking out with umbrellas when they're walking out, wouldn't you just feel so ecstatic knowing they're about to call the game off, and that's it? That would that just you watch you watching yeah. two men stare at a soggy pitch, and you'd be so thrilled. I feel like you should write sitcoms or something. You just, you know. <laughs> but there's there's a big match in between. Yeah, there is, yeah. there is um, which is what I was trying to move to earlier. But it's that actually there's this worthwhile conversation, very worthwhile. But yes. Slightly more um, imminent and, and pressing. Um, uh, I don't know. We did a poll in our our, our listenership once. Um, no, imminent as in like it's just it's around the corner. Oh, I don't, I don't yeah. mean like important. No, no offense to the T Twenty or anything, but it is it important. Is, it but... is important, but it's not. It it, it does uh, in my view, and we've been saying this. It pales in significance. However, give it its due. T Twenty finals day, twenty first. I'm so excited. I'm very excited about it. I'm excited I mean, I know we play it down, but it's going to be a great day out. Weather yeah. forecast is looking good as well. Twenty five degrees, yeah. great cricket weather, and the pit. I mean, doing my back garden test where I haven't got back garden. I use someone else's. It, it's <laughs> the ground is still ground is still rock solid. Uh, Edgbaston's a known known as a known as a. I think if you go in, batting pitch, you're going to have an absolute treat of a day. I think regardless of how we do, obviously I want us to win. I still really don't care if we do or don't I, you know, I just want the team to, to be happy but as a fan I think it's, it's shaping up to be an absolutely great day you got part, like, you get to be part of something potential yeah, huge also if those who are travelling uh, to the game you we potentially part of Essex history I mean, they've, they've never won a T20 finals day I think it's our third fourth time at the finals day yeah Third or four. Third or I four think we've only made the final once or twice. I never made the final, have we? Last not. time. I thought we might have skimmed in once. I, I could okay. be wrong. Well, last time we we spent all our money on Bravo yeah. and he got hit in the head and that was it. Uh, oh, God, yeah. That was it. So we, 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 we had no money from the entire campaign. <laughs> yeah, we, we have. I think. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are moaning that we haven't brought an overseas player in for any, for any of it, but. Because we've lost Azampa. Azampa's not playing, is he? No. Um, is, uh he's back in Pakistan. He's not playing. He's not playing CPL, is he? Uh, I thought he was playing in the the twenty twenties going on. In the Caribbean. Mm. Maybe. Yes, I think we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? What I find yeah. strange is that that Amir was contracted to go and play in the Euroblast. Yeah. That's cancelled. 
So surely he wasn't expected for the Caribbean until after that finished. And that would still be going on now, wouldn't it? It'd be concluding next week. Mm. So I found it strange that he couldn't have gone, you're already in the country. It's all down to, to yeah. fees and bonuses and Maybe sponsorships. Didn't want to spend. Yeah. Also, I, don't, I mean, people were saying about him, the, the Kent game, he came from one Red Bull game, but I just don't think he really, really wanted to play. He wanted to play another two games of Red Bull cricket. I think he's bored of it, doesn't he? Yeah, Derbyshire. 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 Having, so, you know... Let me follow them to us. Having beaten the top of the group, to get there, you've got to fancy your chances against third in the group. Yeah. Against an easier group. Yeah, I know, but then look at... Like, we only scraped through, didn't we? So, on that logic, Derbyshire should be flying through. But, I just... I'm not going. I'm not going there with much optimism. Actually, I'm like I'm going for the Somerset game. Lots and lots and lots. Far too much optimism going for the next last game of championship. But the Derbyshire game, I'm. I've, I've honestly have no plans. I've, I'm gonna sit down at half past two and watch it. I'm not. I'm not going to Edgerton because uh, family stuff. But um, half past two and sit down and watch it. I've got. In my in my brain, I can't see myself sitting there four hours later watching the final that makes sense so in my mind my day's plan on Saturday I've got family stuff finish with that half past two sit on the telly but in my in the way I play my weekend out I can't I have not got an image of me your iron pop, pop at seven o'clock rather than game two yeah exactly yeah yeah that's fair enough I don't know I hope so I mean, I've, I've bought a bottle of champagne I'm ready to celebrate but well, I'm going to have to wait for that because I'm working in the evening, so... I can see us doing it. I really can. I like the fact that we've not tampered with the team and brought extra players in. I yeah. like the yeah. fact that we've reward... Like, it's a reward for those who have got there. There's faith yeah. in the team that's got us there. Yeah, yeah. Part of me feels like, I don't know, it's some Cinderella story for Ravi. Like, he just seems to have lit up recently. So you don't think they're going to call yeah. Snater back? I really don't. He's been playing well for the for the Dutch team because they've got the that World Cup mm, it's like the, the low level World minor Cup. nations yeah, yeah. Then, you know. if I'm honest I'm hoping not it's only a it's only a half hour train, but a plane ride right? or a boat to Harwich being environmentally friendly I can't see it I, can't okay, see, I, it. I see it being the same 11 that played last time and yeah I just got a feeling that Bradby's going to take Four wickets for pretty reasonable return. I don't. I don't. Know. I don't see anyone posting a big score. I see, feel like it's going to be like lots of thirties and forties. Do you think it's be Bapara's blast? You know they got both of really, ashes. Yeah. This would be. I just kind of feel it, given the performance of the last few games. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoy the fact that you know Tendo and Ravi got us over the line last time, and it just seems so appropriate for people who've given so much to the club that they're the ones that are taking us over the line for first to maybe the first ever T20 class championship but yeah but I think I think, but but Derbyshire have got nothing left to play for have they because Lancashire already won the division 2 yeah they can still get promoted can they I don't know but I don't really I'm such when I when we were in Division Two, I used to be like it's not just about Division One, you know. When BBC are going, and now like that, really, Division Two. Yeah. 
I think they might have a chance, but it might be all done. But my, my point being is that they, they might have the luxury of going, everyone concentrates, so training's all about T20 training, everyone concentrates on the, on the semi-final, whereas for us, you've had, to, you've had to switch off for two weeks because half the squad play the four-day game. Mm. And we, we need... and um, So not only our polling shows that... Uh, people rather than the championship that guy called the grumbler on twitter who's like sort of like an influencer in in the social media of essex he's worth following he's got a really good insight into the into the club yeah it's a really good account. um he's done another poll more or less mirrors our result 80 85 percent of his followers want to western so we've not we've not had the, the well all the players have got to switch back into four-day mode a bit of a blip at warwickshire nailed it like this week but i, I was i'm not really following derbyship i wonder if they've in training, even though they've had to go through the motions of the game championship, they're still doing the fielding drills. Still, you know, got the bowling machine where you just smash it out of the park. Um, just to keep them to keep their brain and eye and eye focused on, on the, the very short format of the game. But yeah, it should be a good game. I, th- I reckon. I don't. I can't see us doing what we did at the beginning of the campaign. I think Harmer's Harmer's captaincy's come to maturity. He's all going very well. So yeah, bring it on. Well, I think that's probably a good place to leave it. So um, thank you for listening. Uh, Look out for us on the Twitter accounts and we will hopefully be toasting with a glass of champagne next time you hear from us.